everybody. Welcome to Your Sunday Psychics with Psychic Rebecca Fisk and I am Stephanie Gerard. How's everyone doing this evening? Happy Sunday to everyone. Well, we've had quite an interesting week, lots of interesting energies. Um, Rebecca and I talked earlier today to discuss everything. How is our weeks? What all happened? And, you know, last week, I put words to the topic of tax returns. And I set the intention last week for peace. And peace was really important to me. So wonderfully, exceptionally, all these wonderful things happened. The very fear that I had of attacking this project on my own the energy of peace really did come through. And I was able to bring in past experiences of once upon a time when I used to be a this or I used to be a that. And it was neat to see how much more simple things flowed for me. And the week just comfortably or not unfolded, but it was pretty exciting. And I think it's really neat when we come together and we share about when we set our intentions, when we, you know, acknowledge what we are grateful for, for the whole week here. So again, I am Psychic Stephanie Gerard, and Psychic Rebecca Fisk is here as well. And um, we are just so excited to share this time and space with you every Sunday evening. So is Rebecca with us? I am here, and hi. <laughs> hi, there you are. Wonderful. Welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Doing things a little differently tonight, but, you know, it's kind of fun to change it up. So uh, it's all good. It's all good. And, and I just want to say uh, hi to Garrett, too. Hi, Garrett. How are you tonight? I'm, ooh, you caught me mid, mid-drink of lemon water. I'm doing good, but I'm screening all the calls. So I'm going to put myself okay, back okay. on well, mute, and good. then um, you guys have fun. Okay. okay. Well, we will. We always do. <laughs> We do. This is what we do. Yes, we do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Great. Wow. So, so I love that you set that intention to have that the tax thing be like a peaceful experience, and that you know when we come back to being present with whatever it is, no matter how much fear comes up around it, um, we can actually experience it in a completely different way. And it sounds like that's pretty much what happened for you. You know, it did, and it took me. I finally admitted to myself right around Wednesday. I, first of all, Wednesday, I had gone to my massage therapist, and she's fantastic. And I was sharing with her. I said, you know, I just, I really had a lot of fear come up. And this type of energy really does, it can sit in our body. And so it was fabulous to be on the massage table, and she's just quietly listening as everything's shifting and changing on the physical level. But I said, you know, I finally admitted to myself that my fear was actually the intimidation factor over the fact that I had never done this one component of the tax return, also known as the Schedule C. And, you know, when people talk about it, it's supposed to be this very simple, oh, you just do A, B, C. And I looked at that and I went straight into overwhelm. But when I was uh, processing this with Kristen, 
she was listening and just in her listening, she was showing up for me and it's like she was being present with me. And as she's listening and I'm clearly talking, the shifting that took place in my physical body was going smoother. It was going faster. It was pretty amazing. So I shared this with a friend of mine uh, who is a nurse. She's a legal nurse. And I was sharing with her about my experience. And she said, you know, when all is said and done, think about the complete relief that your central nervous system will experience. And I was like, wow, you know, and it's interesting because we do the work that we do and I don't always take the time to break it down for myself, you know, also known as being present and showing up and just being right here right now. And when I got home that day, I just sat with myself thinking, wow, this was, actually easier than I thought it would be. Sure, it takes a little bit of digging around through statements and things like that. Everything is doable. It's kind of a pain, but not really. And it turned into something that was fun. And it was also the intention of peace that helped me to just bring me back in the present, just look at it for what it is, fill in the blanks, You know, if I had a question about anything, it's, you know, it's very easy to Google up tax rules with the IRS for whatever tax year (laughs) that's, you know, they're happy to share all the rules. Of course, they do change dramatically at times, but Uh that's true. (laughs) Yes, but something that felt so scary and overwhelming to me was it unfolded. And when I finally admitted that fear, and the fear really was, I I had no idea what to expect, and I was afraid of it. It was intimidating. But to walk through it, and I literally just decided, okay, I'm just going to start working on it, and I'm going to work on it now. And that was the approach I took. And as I did that, it it turned from being intimidating into a fun project. So, you know, is it completely finished at this point? No. But... But I got to experience what that's like and to take the time and to walk through it. And after a while, I relaxed. And then from our show last week, I remembered your closing comment about taxes when you just said, you know, when all is said and done, everyone is so excited when their taxes are complete. (laughs) It's like a brand new day. So I stayed focused on that, too. So I thank you, Rebecca, for that perspective (laughs) because I held on to that. Because it's like, it's just taxes, and when they're done, they're done, and life doesn't wait, and all that means is it's time to just keep it moving, just keep living, just be excited about it. That's what my experience was with with that experience. <laughs> I don't know how else to frame it, but um, it was nice to, it was huge for me, though, to show up for myself, to be present, and to go ahead and just be truthful with myself, be honest, and say, okay, we got this. And it's who is we, you know? I mean, it's it's God, it's spirit. I mean, there was so much support. And it was, it was neat to feel my energy shift from, oh, my God, I've got to do this, too. Oh, well, this is kind of fun. I'm glad I'm doing this. 
So now I've already got new supports in place. I have an app on my phone so that every if I go anywhere and have a receipt, you know, work-related, I can go ahead and scan it, and it's in my phone. And at the end of this year, it generates an Excel spreadsheet for me. And it's like, yes, this is exciting. So oh, that's awesome. That's my I'll have to have you share that with me. That's awesome. <laughs> I love all that. I love all that. And I'm glad I could help, of course. Um, of course. Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting to me just hearing you talk about all of this because it's like, I mean, yeah, I, I don't do my own taxes, and there are several reasons for that. And and, sure. and a big part of that is the intimidation factor. It really is. And oh, um, mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, but there there are some other, there, there's some other things involved that require that I get a little more assistance because I'd really rather have an expert working for me with this stuff. Um, but that's my situation, and I'm in a very different situation than you are. I have a kiddo, you know. I have an ex. There's there's money coming in. You know, it's it's there's other things that are that are involved here. Um, oh sure. But but also, you know, one of the things, and, and I'm sure you get this too. You know, people will call and, and I'll do a session for them, and we'll be on the phone, or you know, and they'll be talking about, oh, I'm sure you don't deal with this stuff, and it's like. Sure I do. <laughs> you know, I, I'm learning. I, I, we're all doing the same stuff. You know, we're all we're all living this human experience, and uh, we have our challenges just like everybody. And uh, you know, there there are shared experiences, and and some of it we we willingly go through so that we can have the experience and then have the wisdom that comes from the experience so then hopefully we can help other people when they're walking through it. I'm not going to offer to help anybody with their taxes. So. <laughs> no. Not, not me, not me. Um, but, but, but I love, I love how your journey with that unfolded. And, you know, certainly I'm also confronted with things that, you know, trigger fear in me. And, you know, I'm still learning all the time to let myself feel it, experience it, what's the message that I need to learn from the fear, and then keep going forward. And so uh, I've also had a couple of those experiences not related to taxes. I'm still in this mode where, oh, yeah, I need to collect a few more things and then get get them to the CPA. But, um, you know, it it doesn't feel daunting at all. (laughs) And I'm very facetious. but you know it's it's okay it's just it's just okay so um anyway uh yeah uh <laughs> i'm just thinking though about about you know the things that i'm grateful for as you were talking about all of this and you know just listening to your experience with this because you know i also have had a couple of experiences this week really in regards to relationship where I had a lot of fears coming up about, you know, how am I choosing to show up in this relationship and whether or not I'm trusting how the other person's also going to show up for me. And, you know, the thing that was so beautiful about this was, you know, I was in a lot of fear about what do I want to do with this? Because, you know, we have all these different kinds of relationships in our lives. And Mm -hmm. when we've had a pattern that we've repeated until we get the lesson and can move forward and then choose not to have that pattern, what happens is 
we are sometimes given an opportunity to look at the same pattern again because since we've had the pattern in our own lives, we might have somebody show up in our life who triggers the same reaction, the same emotional fear, but we have an opportunity to do something different in that situation depending on how much work we've done to heal that that issue. And so, you know, when we're centered and we're feeling whole and complete, we will respond to something that triggers us. We will not react. But if we are still working to heal something, we might react. And the trick is to stay centered and observe the reaction and acknowledge what you're feeling and then stay present and keep going. And so I had that kind of a fear situation show up in my life this week. And the beautiful part of it was, okay, you know, I was having this interaction with this person and this fear started coming up and I was able to say, I have these fears coming up. And so this person was mirroring back to me, well, is that true for the situation that you're in right now or is this your past? Is this a pattern from your past? And I was able to say, no, I know this is absolutely from my past. It has nothing to do with the present. But the fear is still coming up. And so I was able to, you know, this person created this for me to be able to just hold that I could be in the fear and feel it and then talk through it and come back to being present. And that was a really beautiful, loving experience um, in a way that I haven't really um, I haven't really experienced it like that before. So, you know, I'm learning to face my fears and, and let myself learn from what the fear is and then come back to present and keep going. And I also have the same outcome that you had as far as it became a joyful experience for me to go, wow, I faced the fear, I was able to let myself feel it, and I got through it, and I got to have the outcome that I was hoping to have versus being triggered and having a meltdown, which is, you know, that would have been my old pattern, um, to be triggered and to, be, and to retreat out of fear that something was going to transpire that wasn't what I wanted. And, um, you know, the thing is, when we've had any kind of traumatic experience, and the reality is most of us have. I mean, Stephanie and I definitely have had traumatic experiences <laughs> in our lives, um, mm-hmm. which we've shared with each other. And, you know, the, the truth is that we both have looked at these experiences as opportunities to have compassion for others because we understand what it is to live through these traumatic experiences. And, and really, truly, if you look at the gift um, from those experiences, that's what happens is you, you come to a place of compassion because trauma is trauma. You know, I used, to, I used to have people say to me, oh, your trauma is so much worse than mine. And I'm like, it's not a competition. It's not. No. <laughs> trauma is trauma. You know, we, yeah, we, mm-hmm. we file this stuff into this place in our brains where it's traumatic and we want to avoid those kinds of feelings. And the reality is, you know, the feelings, I always say that the feelings are messengers. They're trying to teach us something. So if something comes up and you're feeling it, we have to really look at, is this a trigger because, because you're unsafe? 
is it a trigger because it reminds you of something or is it a trigger because you ha- you've done so much work on it that you have an opportunity to acknowledge how much healing you've done and you get to move forward in a different way. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel really fortunate that I was able to have the latter of those, of those things come up. And, and, and I'm also acknowledging Stephanie for you that that's, what happened for you, and, and the tax thing turned into a joyful experience, and I'm going to be really curious to see if you actually look forward to it next year. Although it sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like with the app and everything, you, you're going to have it all together, so it'll be a piece of cake. So oh, we'll have honey, to wait and I've, see. And, you know, it's really amazing, too, because when we're in those situations, whether it's taxes or your situation or anything else, it's the reminder as well that when we ask, when we ask for someone to be brought to us or, you know, whether it's a spiritual message or people in the physic, whatever the case may be, we simply need to ask. Remember to ask and the help does come. So it was great. This was a really fun week for me because I got to get my hair done and then I got the massage and then I went and um, had my face waxed, you know, which is actually a lot of fun because now I'm trying sugar ring and it's far better than wax. But during this <laughs> process, yeah, who thought? I, I had no idea. But um, but the thing was, with each person that I spoke with, they were like, oh, yeah. And so everybody brought a little bit different piece of something to the table, you know, one person said, don't forget your bank fees. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, okay. And so with each person, they kept saying one more thing, one more thing, and adding to the pool. And this is what made the journey fun, too, because it was still the reminder of you're not alone. The help is always there. And coming back to center, what did I need to do? Just be there, be present with me. And mm-hmm. there's so there can be so much fear with that, especially when we have had the trauma, you know, and it's not any specific kind. When we've had trauma, it's a scary thing to have experienced whatever it was. And then to be present with ourselves, and it's very scary. It can feel very scary to reach out and to ask for help because, mm-hmm. you know, whatever had been previously attached to asking for help, that fear is there too. But to show up and make a statement, I felt like I stuck my stuck my flag in the ground and said, "Okay, this is what I'm doing." And I and I said, "Okay, God, bring me the help. However, I need to receive this." And it was information. And what was cool once again was with your statement from last week. That's exactly what every person said. Oh yeah, da 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 da. And they all contributed something. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, it's not fun, but it's so nice when it's over. (laughs) (laughs) I know someone else that said that. Okay. So, and that was the joy. But And that was the joy because once upon a time, that was a very scary area of my life. And and now it was like, okay, I have now initiated a new idea, a new concept, which has now generated a new experience. That required what? It required me to say, hi, hi me, hi me in the mirror. We're going to do this Mm -hmm. and we're going to do it now. And no bargaining, no negotiating, and so be it. So that was 
that was what I learned from it, and that's what I gained from it, Rebecca. Yeah. Well, and, and also, you know, hearing you talk about that, it's like it's the adult who has to show up and do the taxes, and the child in this is like, no, I don't want to do it. We're having the tantrum. <laughs> um, you know, because it's like who wants to do that? Although, hey, if you're a CPA or an actuary, you might love it, you know. Uh, but it's, for most of us, it's like, yeah, we don't necessarily want to do it unless we're super excited because we know we're getting money back. Um, but also, you know, I wanted to acknowledge, too, that, you know, the self-care that you did this week, because we all need to do that. And by the way, so um, I had acupuncture this week. And, um, you know, so I try to do that about every three weeks because it's, it's a really good reset, like maintenance thing for me. Um, and, it, and it's really, really helpful. So uh, I just, I love that you're doing the things that you need to do for yourself as well. Um, we all mm-hmm. need to take care of ourselves. We all need to mm-hmm. recharge our batteries. And, you know, so Stephanie and I have, have worked to make our recharging a priority because it gives us an opportunity to do a better job for our clients and it gives us an opportunity um, to stay more balanced and not have to take an extra day off each week mm-hmm. to, just to recalibrate. So if we do the self-care, we try to do something a little bit every day, uh, it helps us stay more balanced and centered, and then it, it helps, you know, in every area of our lives. So um, just another mm-hmm. encouragement to everybody that if you're not doing things to take care of yourself and you know you're depleted, you know, really, truly start doing something for yourself. You know, I always try to encourage people to do something joyful every day, and um you know, for those of you who have listened to the show that I was doing before that was, you know, when I was doing the show on my own, you know, I've talked a lot about um, <laughs> the, thought, the thought just went away. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought about, I've talked about doing the joyful thing and, oh, and I've talked about how, you know, putting on the oxygen mask thing, they say that in case of emergency when you're on the plane. They say, you know, if you're traveling with a small child or someone who needs assistance, to put your own mask on first and then to put your child's mask on. And the truth of it is that's an everyday thing. It's not just for emergencies. Because I know as a mom, if I don't get the rest I need and I'm not taking care of myself, I don't have the energy my kid needs. So it's a daily thing. It isn't just for emergencies. And it's not selfish. So many people think that if they do something to take care of themselves that they enjoy, that it's somehow selfish, and it's really not. It's a necessity. It's our job to make ourselves happy and to take care of ourselves. And it makes everything else better. So if you're not doing things to take care of yourself, start thinking about little things you can do for yourself every day that helps you feel joyful, that helps you feel cared for, that helps you feel loved. Because love is really, it's an inside job first. And when we're taking care of ourselves and really loving ourselves, what happens is we attract others who will also love us in the way that we want to be loved. So anyway, I I love that you're doing those things for yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, and my final piece, I know we talked about it earlier today, but to begin to show up for myself again on a physical body level, 
Um, there's a history of stuff with my body. No need to go into it. But point being, um, I have also held on to this fear of, well, gosh, I need to do something, but what would I do? How would I do it? Well, I have those tools, and I can do them. And so yesterday I decided, well, you know what? In the same way that I just pulled up the chair and the table and all the paperwork Monday and just started taxes, the adult part of me yesterday said, okay, spring equinox, we're going to do A, B, and C. And it required me to show up, number one. And number two, it took, what, 10, 15 minutes? And the energy that it brings is amazing. So there's, I've had a lot of fear over different things regarding, um, just regarding my physical structure. And yet, I'm being very well supported. I have the resources. I have the tools. I make sure to get my massages regularly. That really does help me a lot. And releasing that fear is opening up lots of energy. So, again, it's the adult has been showing up. She's like, you know what? We got this. It's okay. And when we need the help, it's there. It's always there. It shows up when we show up. And that can feel scary, but it's also (laughs) very joyful and exciting, too. I just wanted to pop that in. It's a big one. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It's really, it's it's really, yay, <laughs> yay, um, yay. Okay, all right. So, what are you grateful for from this last week? What's your big gratitude? My gratitude is the fact that I got to witness myself basically grabbing my bull by my own horns in an 11 way saying we're going to do this and i'm grateful for the love and the encouragement that came with it because i felt so much more supported and yet at the end of the day i was grateful because i was celebrating yes i can do this i'm very grateful for all of the people around me that were so supportive and brought all these beautiful pieces of information. And then when I realized I really wasn't alone, it was like, okay, now I'm even more excited about living this thing called life. I'm so grateful for that. I really am. Yeah. That's wonderful. It's really, really wonderful. What are you grateful for, Rebecca? What am I grateful for? I'm grateful for a lot of things. Um, you know, I think there's a couple of things. And the first thing that I'm grateful for is I'm grateful for um, the infinite wisdom of my body. Uh, mm. I've been on quite a journey with my body and my health, which I know you know. And, I mean, for the most mm-hmm. part, I'm really healthy. And I, I, I don't take that for granted <laughs> one moment. Uh, mm-hmm. But... You know, I've been on a healthier journey for the last couple of years. Um, I've had surgery on both of my knees, meniscectomy, so the lateral meniscus I've had to have cleaned up on both of my knees. And 
so a couple of years ago, I injured one of the knees again and, you know, woke up in the morning and it looked like a donut. <laughs> it looked, wasn't mm. good. You know, when you have, when you have, it looks like an inner tube around, around your knee. Not, it's not a good sign. <laughs> not a good look. It, it really hurts. I gotta say. And, uh, you know, basically at the time I was, I was quite a bit heavier than I am now. And, you know, the doctor basically said, look, you know, you have to lose weight or you're, you're going to get arthritis. And I went, okay. And, you know, I kind of have had this up and down struggle with my weight over my lifetime anyway. Uh, and so the impetus this time wasn't about how I looked or anything else. It was, well, I don't want arthritis. I want healthy knees. And so I started a, a weight loss journey, but I really made it about focusing on being healthier. And so I did kind of a, a routine that I got into and it felt really comfortable and you know, and so for Lent, I decided to to stop eating white flour products and sugar, which, you know, that seems like a reasonable thing to do. Uh, and, you know, for quite a bit of that, I actually did really well. But my weight loss program, I didn't look at it as a weight loss program. I looked at it as a lifestyle. And within mm-hmm. that lifestyle, I'm sorry? Oh. Yes. Go ahead. Within within that lifestyle, I had given myself permission to eat anything that I wanted because that worked for me, and that was one of the reasons it did work was I can eat whatever I want. I just need to pay attention, you know, and that's it. And so when I what I discovered was going into this restrictive mentality of oh you can't have that you can't have that. I did really well with that for a while. It was just a choice. But then I realized I started struggling. And, you know, I was talking to my friend Danny. She and I walk three days a week, and we're training to hike out of the Grand Canyon in a couple of years. And she said that she had also done, you know, some similar restrictions, and she was having the same kind of issue. And so, you know, we talked about it, and it was it was really nice to have the support. So, And I'm very grateful for my friend Danny. But, um, you know, I realized that my body knows what it's doing and that if I – if I allow my body to tell me what it needs and I really listen, then I stay in balance much better than if I think of something that I should do, which I don't like that word should. Uh, And Mm -hmm. so basically I went back to the place of freedom of, you know what, go back to the wisdom that your body has. It'll tell you what it needs and what it wants. And putting these kinds of restrictions, you may choose to not eat those things. But don't make it an all-encompassing, all-or-nothing, even if it's for a finite period of time. I don't respond well to that. So I'm really grateful that I learned a deeper lesson about my own decision to live in abundance and in in possibility and limitlessness versus restriction. And that if I start to feel restricted in any area of my life, it spills over. It's like I'm constricting as if I'm, you know, taking my hand and I'm making a fist instead of living open-heartedly and with open hands and palms. So, um, So that was a really interesting thing for me to kind of sit with and then find the gratitude in that. And then um, I'm also grateful for uh, this, this relationship situation where I'm being given the opportunity to be held with love and compassion um, and honesty, and it's helping me learn to trust at a deeper level than, 
I've, I've experienced. So um, a lot to be grateful for. Really a lot to be grateful for. So, That's really beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Uh, and so what do you want to set as your intention for the week? Very good question. I am, with the wisdom that I gained from this past week, I intend to bring this wisdom forward and to share this light with others and to remember to remind people that they're never alone and also having the empathy to be with them they learn how to be present for themselves so I'm intending to share wisdom and light not just with the people I talk to on the phone but wherever I go and whatever I'm doing that's my intention I love that that is phenomenal I I really love that thank you Uh, okay so my intention Uh, one of the things, and, and I've had this intention before, but I'm back to it because, again, you know, as I've been listening to my body's wisdom, I'm noticing, I, I love coffee. So for those of you who've listened to my show, you know, there's all these jokes about how much I love coffee, but I do, I love coffee. And I probably drink a little more of it than is optimal for my system. <laughs> No. So I, I, <laughs> who, me? <laughs> Stephanie knows. <laughs> Stephanie knows. Uh, so, so one of the things that I'm intending is getting back to making sure that I'm really truly drinking enough water. Because, you know, I hear, all, I, I read these different articles, and some, some of the articles will say, well, it doesn't matter as long as you're getting X number of ounces of liquid, and it doesn't matter if it's coffee or not. And then I read the conflicting reports that say, well, coffee, you know, is dehydrating, and you need to make up for it by drinking more water. And it's like, you know, the reality is if I just stick to the water and I make sure that I'm drinking enough of the water no matter what else I drink, I feel like that's a better way to go. So I'm, I'm making that intention to honor myself and my body by making sure that I really truly do drink enough water. Uh, so that's, that's one of my intentions. And then the other intention that I have is uh, I'm, I'm not always present with my kiddo as I would like to be. And I'm noticing that, you know, my kiddo is like, okay, well, let's hang out and play games online. And it's like, okay, so we do that sometimes. And actually, I feel really, really, you know, blessed because here I have a 15-year-old, and my 15-year-old invites me to play online with, <laughs> with them <laughs> and, and the whole group of friends, and they actually cool. let me do that. So these are all high school kids who are letting mom play online with them. And of course, you know, some of this, there's this, there's this game called Jack, Jackbox, I guess it is. And it's like these trivia things, but like you make up these ridiculously stupid answers to this stuff. And, and it's really great that they allow me to play, but I do not have 15 year old humor. So they'll keep coming up with these humorous things that are like inside jokes that they all get. And I don't get it at all. So I lose all the time. But they're laughing uproariously at what I at what my answers are, and I'm thinking I'm being so clever. Well, I I, I very much know I'm not I'm not 15. 
Um, so anyway, so my, my intention, the other intention I have is to do more things with my kiddo that are, you know, maybe re- require disconnecting from all of the devices and just, you know, playing a board game or a card game or doing something like that. Uh, and, and going for more car rides because we have our best discussions in the car. And I'm, that's another gratitude that I have is that we had a long car ride the other day. And my kid was like, Mom, can we just turn off the, the radio and, and turn off everything? And can we just talk? And I'm like, oh, I love this. Because I think that, you know, <laughs> I have a dream kid. Every mom of a teenager wishes that their kid would come and be open with them and talk to them about whatever they're thinking, whatever they're feeling. And my kid does that. So I'm really blessed. Anyway, so those are my intentions. And uh, beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Just to be more present. Well, you know, you're a great example for that, too. It's just being more present. You know, that's our true gift, right? The gift of the present. Mm-hmm. So that's yes. all we have. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Gorgeous. <sighs> so do you feel like doing the meditation tonight? Absolutely, yeah. And Okay. Yeah, so let's see here. I think before the meditation, before we go any further, if you wish to get a reading with Rebecca, she is. you can find her at RebeccaFisk.com. Or if you wish to have a session with me, my website is JourneyWithStephanie.com. All right. Okay, so let's prepare for the meditation. And it's nice to take in a short, sweet meditation that's also powerful and something that is easy that you can do at any time in your mind and that's not going to require half the day. So what we're going to do right now is just to close our eyes, relax right where you are, take a deep breath in, and hold. And we're going to release this breath. And with this, we're releasing our fears, intimidations. We're going to take another deep breath in, and we're going to inhale the color of pink. Pink is love, and we're going to have this be a softer shade of pink. Our softer colors are connected with the angelic realms, And we're going to invite in this beautiful, wonderful color of pink. We're going to inhale, think pink. And as we do this, we're filling ourselves with love. We're inviting that divine, angelic protection and everything to come in and hold and release. Exhale, and as we release, we know the angels are with us, and they're helping to gently, gently, gently release and transmute anything else that we're holding on to. Anything that's not serving us, whether it's a belief, whether it's a physical body pain, whether it's a moment of anxiety that's come up. And we're going to expand this pink around us. We're going to 
put ourselves in a bubble and inside of this bubble we're watching it fill up with this same shade of pink and as we do this just relax in this space of love relax in this beautiful angelic space this place where we can really feel the love and as we sit with ourselves we're slowly feeling the melting of the worries of the day maybe the things we feel we did not accomplish that we could have this energy is melting whatever's been on our mind any looping patterns that one thing that we always seem to go back to and yet it doesn't quite really take us any specific direction let's have the angels come in and just send that space in our brain some love and as we're doing this they are also helping us to gently release and pull out these looping patterns sometimes short-circuiting does happen in the brain when we think and overthink so right now the angels are coming in and they're bringing with them this beautiful beautiful golden thread and with this golden thread they're very gently and lovingly rewiring our brain they're rebalancing our brain they're taking this energy of this golden thread to the places and spaces where maybe there's a gap also known as overthinking the ruminating the angels are gently weaving this thread gold is a beautiful color wonderful color of purification and as the angels expand their energy of love our brains are carefully carefully being rewired again this is all being done with love and finally they are clearing our pituitary gland our pituitary is the hard drive of the physical body and it's also the hard drive of our spiritual body too and they're just carefully cleansing and clearing this and then they're saturating the pituitary gland with the energy of love and then wrapping that beautiful golden thread around it easing grace in a way that will help us to think of ourselves in a more loving way and now the angels are sending us a message that this work is complete so as we rest here in this bubble filled with pink this bubble filled with love we can feel the difference we feel lighter maybe we feel happier maybe we feel a couple of notches less of any anxiety or worry we know we are divinely held at all times we know that we can call upon this meditation at any time 
So the angels are now letting us know that they're ready to step back. And so we are going to bring our energies now back into our body from this bubble. And we're going to send this bubble of light out to the universe and sending this love to all who may need this love. And as we come into our space called the physical body, we're going to feel the energy come up through our feet, gently up our legs, up through our torso, up through our chest, our arms, our head. Feel this recalibrating, feel this loving response. We're going to take one more deep breath right now. Inhale in and hold. And exhale out. Start wiggling your fingers and your toes. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Welcome back. That was great. Rebecca, how do you feel? <laughs> I feel great. Garrett, are you with us? I'm dizzier than usual. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Recalibration successful, apparently. Yes. Affirmative. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. Wow, that was great. Well, are you okay. ready, Stephanie, to take some calls? Should we, should we take some, some questions? Yes. Let's go for it. Okay. All right. Okay. So everybody, when you call in, you know what the the drill is. I'm going to screen the call ahead of time. I'm going to ask for your first name and the subject, not the question, but just the subject you want to talk about, and we'll bring you on, and you can ask the ladies here. First caller is uh, Carrie L. She's calling about uh, a couple of friends who have passed recently. Carrie L., you're on with the Sunday Night Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Thank you very much. Yeah, in January, back east, I'm now in, um, oh, God, Washington State, but from the east coast, I had a couple of friends that just passed in January, supposedly from COVID complications, and I just wondered if, you know, anybody could contact them or find out how they're doing or what, because one was 48 and the other one was uh, going to be 60 just before she passed. That's kind of young. Okay. And what are their first names? Uh, the younger one is Mai. They were Vietnamese. They had a restaurant called okay. Post Saigon okay. in the East. And the other okay, one Mai? is Kim. Okay. All right. Hang on just a moment here. So, you know, the first thing that I get is that my is, um, I get high energy, like organizing, was kind of always on top of everything. Like just always um, very, very, very high energy. And <laughs> so it's my impression when, she, when, when this person passed was that it was like, wait, wait a minute, I'm not done yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, 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 and was still like, I'm still trying to fix everything. And so now there's a settling kind of energy of, oh, I don't have to work so hard and I can just relax a little bit. This is really different. But it's really embracing that they don't have to do anything now. So there's definitely a feeling of peace about all of this. And and really, truly, um, Mai tried to make every minute count on the planet. 
And so yes. it, it really is this energy of, oh, okay, I don't have to work so hard. I can relax. Everything's in divine order. It wasn't, I didn't think I was leaving yet, but it's kind of okay. And so my impression is that, you know, Mai's peaceful about all of this. And is, it's, it's kind of like, okay, well, God, what am I doing next? Like waiting for the next assignment. But definitely is that peace. Um, wants people wow. to be happy because Mai's happy. Mai's actually okay. So does it, you know, <laughs> it's wasn't. like understand, you know, there's, there's this kind of mixed energy of, well, I want them to miss me, but I don't really want them to be sad, you know. So, so then there's the question of, well, wait a minute, I'm not supposed to have an ego anymore because I'm not in the physical world. Uh, so <laughs> also a, a, a great sense of humor and a great, like almost always check themselves about, uh, you know, am I being humble? Am I not being humble? Because humility was very important to my. So, so you know, but yes, definitely at peace uh, is is flattered that people miss miss them, but at the same time, uh, doesn't want anybody to be sad because uh, you know, like mine made every minute count on the planet, and so uh, you know, it's like just wants to know that they brought joy to the world, and and they did, and they know that now. So, you know, absolutely uh-huh. flattered that you're asking. So that's my um, – Kim Kim is more uh, – Mellow. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, the energy with Kim is, is more contained, more controlled. Um, I want to say more introverted. Um, ever, took in yeah. all of the information and would digest it before there was ever a comment about anything. And, and in a lot of cases – um, unless you actually said, well, Kim, what would you, do you, could you have something to add to this? You know, a lot of times Kim wouldn't, wouldn't add even, you know, to the dialogue unless there was a very strong opinion about something. Um, but was always, I want to say very obedient, always helpful, always showing up to be of service, but in the way that, that they were told to be. So it, it wasn't necessarily a self-directed thing, but I feel like, you know, as far as they're, they're very regimented, like I get up at the same time every day, I have my routine, I don't like to break the routine, but I will for special occasions. That's the energy around Kim. And so Kim is really like, well, what's, I also have the same energy of what's my next assignment, but very much in this place of wanting to be obedient to God, like very, very, very important to Kim, like being obedient. So, um, and, and meticulous, and you do things because it's the right thing to do, whether you're uncomfortable or not. So that's, that's my impression with Kim. Uh, and so I want to turn it over to Stephanie and, and ask Stephanie if you, you know, what you'd like to, to contribute to this one. Yeah. Um, very interesting with my, I see everything that you're talking about. She felt like it was an abrupt ending, but at the same time, she was actually ready to move on, too. She was ready for the next assignment. She was very joyful. She lived in every single moment. She was a 1,000% and more to the best of her ability. Um, she enjoyed bringing joy to people, too. And she loved you. She, she found you to be very sweet. She loved when you came in. And she always knew what you wanted to order. Um, she just was very attentive to you. Yes. Is it still going to be blah, blah, blah? Okay, I'll bring it to you. You don't have to come up here. You know, very, very kind and gracious and thoughtful. And she is already waiting. She's carrying that same funky, <laughs> funny, happy energy like, okay, where to now? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. So I see her in a very similar way. Kim 
comes across very uh, quiet to me as well. She also comes across as an elegant lady. Even though she worked where she worked, she still portrayed a certain kind of elegance. That's the word I keep hearing. Uh, There was a part of her, she felt like she had maybe been royalty in a different lifetime, and she would find herself sometimes thinking those very similar thoughts. If I were royalty, people would be helping me. They would be waiting on me. And so the beauty of her working at the restaurant was she saw it as a wonderful form of being of service to humanity in the best way that she could. And so it does feel like that had been her previous life where she was waited on hand and foot, loved it. Absolutely. She loved it. (laughs) Yet she had prayed to God for, you know, for her turn to be the person to make other people's lives happy and comfortable. And so she's waving at you and she's simply saying, don't worry about me. I'm going to be okay. She's very much at peace. She's very much at peace. And she really, she wants you to know she enjoyed your energies as well, because sometimes it would feel like she'd look at you from the corner of her eye and you would wonder what in the world is going through her mind. But she admired you because you exemplified, you know, you by just being you, authentically you at all times, 100%. So she does wish you well. And she, she bows her head, you know, from a place of respect. And she's letting you know that your paths will cross again. So that's beautiful. She may visit you too, by the way. So don't be <laughs> surprised if something funny happens or something moves or you you smell a certain smell that will be her visiting you. She's excited uh-huh. to do that. Yeah. So that's what wow. I get for you. Yes. Okay, Carrie. Thank you so Thank much you for your call. Thank you very much for Thank calling. You. Have a Thank great you. night. And in that same spirit, pardon the pun, we're going to go to Stasel, who is calling about his past grandfather. Stasel, you're on the line with your Sunday Night Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi. How are you guys doing? Great. How are you, Stasel? We're doing great. Um, I'm doing okay. There's a lot of things going on. Um, I'm waiting to move, and, you know, I'm just, just a whole lot of busy stuff going on. Stressful, but so... I I was on a um you know like a Facebook page. We talk about our you know well, I mean we linked up a lot of people from ancestry dot com and you know we discussed about our family and um, you know things like that. So I had a grandfather that my dad talked about a lot, especially when my dad is drinking. <laughs> um, growing up, my dad's always talking about. I never met my grandfather because he passed away. Um, three months before I was born. Um, he's the one that gave me the name Stasel. And so, and this is like my first time asking uh, for a message from my grandfather because I, I just, I wish I knew my grandfather. I wish I grew up knowing the man. So I've always been impressed by the stories that I've been told about him. Okay. And so with your grandfather, he is already here. Very interesting energies to me. He is dressed very well. He's in his Sunday suit. He's in his Sunday clothes. Interesting mm-hmm. because it is Sunday. He was very much about his clothing. And he's coming in. He has a gift for you. He is wanting, golly, what is this coming through? He wants to know, number one, 
how much he loves you. Even though you feel like you didn't really have a connection with him, he loves you. Secondly, he wants you to know that you are very much like him. And so you are going to begin feeling his energies more strongly in the, you know, days, weeks, months to come. He will do this very gently and he will present himself to you via the energy of smell. So you will begin to smell like a cologne. You'll smell something different. These are his signature marks to you to let you know, hi, I'm here and I'm with you. Like angels, he is not able to step in and communicate anything unless you ask him to. So this is one of the critical components of always remembering to ask. So he brings, golly, he would like to see you begin to embrace the tradition of the family. And Mm -hmm. he says that you understand what that means. And he is more specifically bringing up the energy of mealtime and the importance of having the Sunday family dinner together, right down to what, what are the choices of food that we're going to make and serve everyone. So he wants you to know that you are the next person to bring this, to return this energy back to the family. Because what he's seeing that's occurred with the family, he has sadness about. And he Mm -hmm. knows that you have it within you to bring this strong support. Not necessarily patriarchal, but you understand what I'm saying. To be the authoritative, strong male in the family that still honors women, but yet it's time to bring return the structure from the past is what he's saying to you does that make sense yeah our family is like very apart um like my dad okay. had a sister. like my grandfather is like a baby born survivor of the Assyrian Greek Armenian genocide um mm-hmm. of and so yeah. our Assyrian families then gather all over the world and so, yeah. like, I still have an aunt that I never met. She's still, like, living in Kuwait. And, you know, I have an aunt that lives in Canada. I got family in Australia and Sweden. And, you know, um, very strong Assyrian family um, that went through a lot. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. I know nowadays the most communication I have is my dad. <laughs> but yeah, um, sure. I, did, I, I did have people who came up to me like, oh, I... I think we're related because we have the same last name from this town. They actually, like, came up. So there's, there's a lot of connection um, from, because our family comes from, originally comes from a place known as Yamina, which is now in, like, in Iran, from the village of Ardashe. And so it's like I'm finding a lot of families online. Like, I'm, like, I never realized. It's almost like long love. So, um, right. So. Yeah. So, Stacel, I'm going to hand you over to Rebecca and see what else Rebecca ha- may have for you, okay? Okay. Hi, Stacel. Okay. So, you know, the very first thing that I saw was an image of, and I, I want to say that I feel like this is you, um, but I see you like sitting, I want to say that you're sitting by a lake and you might be fishing, and I feel like you're much younger than where you are now in your life. Um, and I feel like part of this is 
you know, you're experiencing things alone, but getting very grounded and connected in nature. And that in those moments, your grandfather has been with you. That there is, you know, I agree with everything that Stephanie said about him wanting you to feel that connected energy to family, but also, you know, being able to take care of yourself. You know, there's the image of, you know, and the and the 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 saying, you know, that if you if you feed a man a fish, you know, you feed them once, but if you teach him how to fish, you know, you feed them for their lifetime. And so right. it's not just about you communing with nature, but and being connected that way. But it's also making sure that you can always take care of yourself, and then hopefully bring that out into the world to to help care for others. So it's it's right. my impression is that this is a literal and a figurative image that I'm getting, um, and that you've always had a good sense about who you are. Um, but you've always also felt a bit alone and not really connected. Like, who are these people? As much as you right. wanted to be close to everyone, uh, there, there has been this feeling of you being self-reliant and feeling connected. Again, it comes back to that nature connection. Um, right. and, and your grandfather being with you in those moments. And I know you've had a lot of time to ponder, you know, what was he like? Is he here with me? And he's, he's saying yes. He was always in those moments with you. Whenever you've thought about him, he has been present. Right. You know, there, there is everything in the universe is frequency and energy, and our thoughts are also a tangible energetic vibration. So we are able to connect with people on the other side through our thoughts. Uh, they come to us in dreams. Those are absolutely visits. And I know that there's always been a question for you about whether or not he has appeared in your dreams, but my impression is that he has, uh, but not necessarily revealing his face. And so you've questioned right. in those times when you've had these dreams of this person, but you can't see their face, whether or not that was him, and it was him. So I just want to validate that for you, that he has okay. absolutely visited you. And there is a connection between the two of you that is different than the connection that he's had with anyone else. But, um, I have to, to, to validate what Stephanie was saying about how your energy is very similar to his. Um, and it's almost like he feels more connected to you even to, the, to his own children. He feels more connected to you, that there's a, a very similar vibration, almost as right. if whatever his purpose on the planet was, you have somehow continued to be of service in the world in a similar way. So, you know, he is around you. Uh, it, it, there is also a feeling of wanting you to know that you are okay, that you are doing everything right, that, that there, there are only choices and outcomes for the choices we make and to not judge yourself. But the beautiful thing of all of this is that you are really comfortable in your own skin. And again, it's this nature connection where you realize that we're connected to everything. Like you've always had that, that internal wisdom. You've always been an old soul. So, you know, come back into yourself and, and remember to, to start from that place of being present and centered within you. And he's, he's with you all the time. I mean, really, truly, he's with you a lot. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, and I'm seeing an image from him of gratitude that there's an acknowledgement that he is with you and he wants you to know that he's with you all the time. 
So oh, okay. uh, you aren't alone. You are not walking alone. You are absolutely uh, being blessed by his presence and all of the ancestors, really. So okay. uh, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. There we go, okay. Cecil, so, for your call. Yep. Okay, cool. I love having first-time callers on the show, um, Rebecca and Stephanie. Let's get to um, Wendy, who is calling about her health. Wendy, you're now live with the Sunday Night Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi, thank you very much. Um, I have spondylosis, and I lost my job in October 19th. Um, been ill for the last year. year. And um, so I've been in bed more than usual. And um, But I'll get better. I'm going to get out of the wheelchair before the end of the year. I'm determined. And um, I've noticed lately that my kneecaps, I, I love to lay on my side, kind of like the fetal position, and I'm having mm-hmm. to watch it because the kneecap, Kate, and then I straighten up, and then I dangle my legs from the bed to make it go back in place. Um, I'm hoping that with the exercises my physical therapist gave me, that I'll be able to strengthen the surrounding muscles so that I will never, ever need kneecap surgery on either leg. That's my question. Okay. Okay. So, Wendy, first of all, I love your your will around all of this. I love your intention. It's absolutely beautiful because the truth is, in my experience, our body responds to what we believe about it. So that's more than half. That's more than half the battle right there. Uh, so I have to qualify this and tell you, okay, I'm not medically trained at all. This is all through intuition, and I have to also advise you to make sure that you seek a licensed healthcare professional. I have to do that as a disclaimer, okay? So the first thing is. First thing is, you know, it, you know, my first thing was make sure that when you sleep, if you decide to sleep on your side, make sure that you use pillows to actually support the angle of your leg and your knee so that it's positioned so that it will stay in place. And you might talk to either your orthopedist or if you see a chiropractor, um, ask them how you can position your legs if you're sleeping on your side to make sure that everything stays in alignment so that you don't have the issue of things slipping out of place. The exercises to strengthen everything around your knees will absolutely help. Uh, so, th- so if you have the muscles that are strong, it helps support the whole structure, okay? And we need both. You know, it's, it's interesting. If you go to the chiropractor, and this is just an example, uh, a lot of times the chiropractor will have you go and get massage as well because w- our bodies go into a memory mode. So if you're out of alignment and you, they put the spine back in place, but they don't actually work with the muscles to retrain the muscles to hold the new alignment, you'll keep slipping out of alignment. So it's beautiful that you're doing the muscle exercises to help support the structure of keeping your knees in place. That's the first thing. The other thing that comes up is to ask, what can you do to strengthen the ligaments and the tendons? Because those don't, don't actually respond, you know, in the same way that the muscles can be built up. They do have some response in relation to the muscles. But just ask specifically if there's something else that you can do to strengthen all of that. You know, my impression is that the tendons and the ligaments may be a little bit more flexible than the average person. And so, again, having the strong muscles will kind of help keep that, that in place. Um, 
the other thing that comes up is as part of the issue for you about why the knees are having, you know, the, the struggle with staying in place, I actually get that your hips may be a little bit out of alignment, and that's something else that you can do exercises for, um, you know, potentially chiropractic if the orthopedist is in agreement with that. But that, you know, your hips tend to be out of alignment as well, and that puts some of the pressure on your knees. So if everything is put back either through chiropractic or through physical therapy, uh, then, then the knees will also stay in better alignment. So, um, you know, having the core muscles uh, addressed through like Pilates or just being given some core exercises, which you can also ask for uh, with physical therapy, all of this is going to help keep your lower body in a, in a better alignment, and it will allow for better healing. Uh, you know, chiropractic and acupuncture are about keeping all of the energy channels open so the messages that your brain is sending to the body for healing get where they need to go. So our body's natural state is to come back into healing. And so, again, I want to go back to the intention you have is beautiful. I believe that you can do this. I believe if you keep doing everything that you're supposed to be doing, uh, my impression is that you, you can keep yourself healthy. You can get your knees into a better place and, and, and get that lower body into better shape. It's, it's all right now about focusing on the musculature. And, you know, you already have the intention. It, I mean, I feel like your doctor is kind of on top of this with you and is willing to be a good uh, partner in supporting your health. So, uh, you know, keep me posted. Keep us posted about how you do with all of this. Uh, the only other thing that comes up, too, is, you know, find out if, if, like, glucosamine and chondroitin is a good supplement for you. Find, you know, ask first that that comes up as something that may help. Um, and make sure that your body's getting the nutrients that it needs to support just overall well-being. Uh, because if you're, if you're deficient in anything, that taxes the system. And so, the, um, you know, the, the, the nutrients that we need to build stronger muscles and keep the bones dense in the way that they need to be can be compromised if we're not getting adequate vitamins. So that's something else to take a look at and just make sure that you've got the right combination of vitamins and minerals in your system as well. So uh, anyway, I love, love, love your will around all of this. And, uh, you know, as long as you keep visualizing it, that's, that's another thing you might do. Uh, I, I recommend either looking online or going to a bookstore and getting an anatomy chart so that you can see what it looks like for a healthy musculature, what it looks like for healthy ligaments and tendons, and what it looks like for healthy bones. Because when you start visualizing that that's what your body looks like, your body will respond to that. And I, I have experience with that in my own life about believing things about my body and my body responding. The doctor's going, I don't know what you did. And I said, I changed my belief about it. The doctor's like, okay, and released me from treatment. I mean, it was like, you're fine. <laughs> so I know that you can do this. I know that you can do this. So that strong will is amazing, and it's going to get you where you need to be. So, well, thank you. Uh, and, so it's now, Do you think that, that I'll be able to avoid surgery on both knees by doing this? You know, I mean, time will tell. Uh, if you can, if you really do everything, you know, that's really ultimately, I have to say that that will be, that will be determined by you more than any, you know, even, even the things that, that, that Stephanie and I tell you today. We all have free will, 
and we all determine our outcome. And my impression about you today, your energy today moving forward, my impression is that you will be able to avoid it, at least avoid anything that's really major. However, we all have free will. And if tomorrow you change your mind, then the outcome becomes different. So the most important thing you can do right now is to stay diligent and meticulous. Don't overdo it, but start doing your visualization and believe in your ability to be well and stay well. Those are the things that are going to help you more than anything. So I let believe, me turn it over I to Stephanie. It. And, and Yeah, so that's, you've got more than half the battle right there. Uh, Stephanie, do you have something to add for Wendy? Yeah, just a little bit more, Wendy. Wendy, I love your determination as well. And um, I am not a doctor myself. I do need to say that. I do suggest that you look into turmeric. Turmeric is wonderful for the joints. It's natural. And that's another thing to add to your palate, as well as if you're going to take vitamins, remember to include your minerals. So it's possible to purchase trace minerals, or what you can do is simply add lemon juice to your water. Now, you're going to use the bathroom a lot, but the lemon juice helps to alkalize the physical body system because when we're in pain, nine times out of ten, it's because the acid part of it has built up. So even just simply adding a cap full of lemon juice to a glass of water or maybe, you know, and plan your time because you will be running to the bathroom. I have to say that. The other thing that I want to say is from the energetic perspective, our knees are about flexibility. And our knees are about how well are we going to, quote, unquote, stand in our truth. How much are we going to support ourselves? So, again, it comes back around to our free will. I think, you know, with your determination and everything, I think that, you know, and, again, I also like to use the pendulum and to get percentages, there's a very good chance that you're going to uh, be successful between 85-90% with your intentions of what you wish to accomplish. And so continue to stay true, continue to use that drive. And I also, Rebecca brought up the anatomy chart. Absolutely get an anatomy chart and begin to see yourself as perfectly aligned, normal, everything is perfectly balanced, I see you having a very good chance of bringing that to fruition. So all the best to you, Wendy. Thank you so much for calling. Well, thank you. And um, I, I believe you both are right, and I know a truth about myself. I'm very empathic, and I when I heard about Ashley Judd and the Congo, yes. I lived the experience. I, I was I, I felt how she felt laying on the jungle floor and wait, waiting five hours to get to civilization. And so I told, I've told myself to get away from that. Um, and also there was uh, somebody that told me about some, a man who had both kneecaps removed. I've got to stop thinking about that. I've, I, I bless those people. I wish them health. But for my health, I need to stop focusing on that yes you are perfect whole and complete and continue to affirm that within yourself and and i bought and thank you wendy times. thank you thank you wendy have a great night we sure appreciate you calling in um continued to you when uh, 
I'm going to get to Tanika. She's calling about her career. Tanika and I are live with the Sunday Night Psychics. Constantine, welcome to the show. You're live. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. Good evening. Um, Good evening. How can we help you this evening? I just would like to know what you see around my current job and when you see me leaving it and going on from it to a different job. Sure. Um, okay. So first and foremost, this is very much a muggle, muggle job for you. It's something that pays the bills. But there is not a strong sense of satisfaction around it. There's also something at work where it feels like you're it feels like there's an energy of someone or something trying to target you specifically. What, because what I'm feeling in your energy field is that you just have to hurry up and go. You have to get out. You have to get out. And it could very well be that this is growing to be very mentally taxing for you. And it's grown to not be a good fit is the bottom line. In terms of where you are going and how soon, First of all, just making sure that you have all of your paperwork in place. It looks like you do. And when we go back to free will, this is also up to you, too. It feels like there are a couple of strings or something keeping you tied into this job at present. And so it feels like you're waiting on something to come through, maybe something that you can add to the resume. And timeline-wise, I see, let me see, what is it? Somewhere in the next two months, two months, I don't see it being as long as three months. I feel like, and I'm seeing, that you're going to finally make a change. There's fear around leaving this job, too. And it's not because you like it. It's simply just the regular muggle world, and it's the paycheck, and it helps support everything else so that you can keep living and do your thing. So when you understand that you are being supported by the divine, that you're being supported by God, by spirit, and you can take that first step and embrace yourself, um, a lot of that fear is going to go away. But there's angst and anger tied in with this job at present. So one question to ask yourself is, what is this teaching me right now? So when we take a different angle of perspective like that, it's not that we really want to look at that because we feel like we're playing games with ourselves, but there's always something to learn. I don't want to say lesson, but looking at what am I learning in this moment about myself, not about the job, not what you're doing at the job, but what, it, what has it taught you about you. Focus on that so that when you are in the process, and it feels like you are, uh, shopping for other another position elsewhere, you can tap into that new awareness within yourself and bring that. And so when we connect with that energy first and then apply it to the physical world, it really does bring about change in a different kind of way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm going to hand you over to Rebecca. Hi, Tanika. Okay, so first of all, uh, I feel like you are trying to finish a project that you have and that you'll feel like that's a good time to leave. Uh, but I also get that you're, it's, it, it is just one day at a time. Like you're trying to just keep yourself in the present with one day at a time with this because it's, it's become 
uh, definitely not what you want at this point. Uh, I also feel like, uh, you know, interviews are going to be starting in April, and I feel like, you know, my impression about the new job will be probably sometime between, like, May 15th um, and the end of May. So it could happen sooner, but I do feel like, you know, by June 1st or before June 1st, uh, but as early as, as potentially like May 15th or so. So, um, and the thing is, it's, it's that there's, there's nothing left for you here. There is, you know, as, as Stephanie was mentioning about, you know, what's the lesson? What can you learn from this situation? There's, there is, it just isn't anything left for you there. And, uh, you know, it's almost like I feel like you need to give yourself permission to make this change, that you really have outgrown your current situation. So try to stay detached while you're finishing with this, whatever this project is and while you're looking for something else. And when you do go and interview, remember, too, that you are interviewing the new company just as much as they are interviewing uh, you. A lot of times we'll go in and we'll think, oh, I really want this job and I want them to pick me, but you're also choosing them. So remember to stay empowered in that, that you're investing your time and your life energy into the job. So wherever you go, make sure that it's a choice for you as well. Uh, so the other thing that's coming up around this is I, I feel that there may be another change actually in August. So it could be that you go to this other company and that there's either a promotion or it may be that there's an interim job in the middle, but that there is something else coming in August and whatever this change in August is, it will propel you upwards in a way that's much more in alignment with where you want to be and what you want to be doing. So, you know, give yourself permission to make these changes, uh, you know, and also give yourself permission to really think about where do you want to be and what do you want to be doing. I, also, I always suggest to people, you know, make a list, write it down with pen and paper, but sit for a few minutes before you start writing it and really daydream about what is your perfect job, where are you, what are you doing, what kind of money are you making? And when you feel really connected to like, yes, I can't wait for this, start writing about it. Let yourself the stream of consciousness write about it and be as detailed as you can be. And then when you're done with the stream of consciousness writing, get another piece of paper and transfer everything onto the new piece of paper and write it as if it's already here right now. And everything as a positive statement that I, I work with cooperative uh, people who work in a, uh, a team spirit toward a common goal. I feel completely supported and empowered to do my best work. You know, whatever those statements need to be. But that everything is positive. And so once you've transferred everything onto the new list, when you read through it, it should feel exciting and like, wow, I can't wait for this to happen. And then start looking for positions that are in alignment with what you really want according to this list that you've created. We're always in co-creation with the universe. So when you basically, you know, what I call place your order <laughs> with the universe, the universe <laughs> has an opportunity to respond to that, okay? So get clear about where you want to be and what you want to be doing. We always have an opportunity to choose what we want our next steps to be, but we have to be clear about what that is so the universe can help support it, okay? So you've got some really beautiful changes coming, 
Uh, and, you know, keep us posted. Let us know how you're doing. And, uh, you know, we'll be holding the space for you for this new position really quickly. So uh, thanks so much for the call tonight, Tamika. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. There's, um, it's kind of hard. Good. I don't think I can last another two months there. I really don't. I, I want to go, like, this week. I don't well, I you can. There's no there. right mm-hmm. or wrong way to do any of this. There's no right or wrong way to do any of this. You get to choose. We have free will. You get to choose how you want to proceed. So there you go, Tanika. Do what brings you peace. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So thank you. Uh, Ladies, we've got about five minutes left. Should we take one more call? Yeah, let's take one more call. And, and before we, we go on with the caller, I just want to remind everybody who'd like to schedule a private session, uh, Stephanie's website is Journey with Stephanie, and my website is RebeccaFisk.com. And if you want to make it super easy, just click the two links that are on the page, too. Um, our last caller of the night is going to be Kay. Everybody else that we've screened, I'm, I'm so sorry. We'll try to get to you next time um, or schedule your private appointment with Rebecca or Stephanie. Kay's calling about love. Welcome to the show. Kay, go ahead, please. Hi. Thank you so much for my call. Um, I, Hi, Kay. My partner and I, my, part, my girlfriend, and I got into a really bad um, argument on last week, and Things are very strained, and I'm just wondering how long will it take before we get back to a healthy Okay, what is, what, is, what is her first name? Denise. Okay, so first of all, she's really, really, really stubborn and headstrong. Oh, you know her. Is she Italian? Because she reminds me of somebody who's Italian. That's the energy that makes up, you know, and, and it's interesting because she can She's be very vocal and very, 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 very stubborn. Um, and then, you know, but it's like, nope, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm just going to go over here and I'm not going to talk to you. Now I've said everything I needed to say. Um, and it takes a while for her to kind of digest everything and then come back and decide, okay, wait a minute, maybe there's another way through this. So part of it is um, she's, uh, she's, she doesn't like to feel vulnerable. It's really scary for yes, her. She'd yes, really rather yes, have the yes. armor up. And so because yes. she goes into armor first, um, it's, it's yes. difficult. And, and, you know, so you're really patient with her, which is beautiful. There's a lot of love in this relationship, I have to say. And she knows that you're really good for her. And, and you're, you know, she's also good for you. She teaches you a lot of things about yourself. Like, she reminds yes. you of your own strength, which is absolutely beautiful. Uh, but it, mm. it, it's just going to take her a little bit. And, you know, it's, I mean, I kind of feel like, it, you know, she's kind of a, about a 10-day person. <laughs> it, takes her, it takes her like about a week to 10 days. To kind of come back yeah. sometimes, you know, the really big fight, sometimes it's two weeks, but I don't feel like it's going to be that long. I do feel like once you guys sit down and talk about all of this and you create an opportunity to have a safe conversation around all of it, I feel like you're actually going to come closer together. And part of this is, oh, do you want to make a, a, a real commitment moving forward? And so mm-hmm. I do feel like she'll come back and you guys are going to talk about all of this. But I, I feel like it is going to be just fine. Uh, she's just really stubborn. And, you know, approaching yeah. her with reminding her <laughs> that it's okay for her to, to be vulnerable with you, that you love her in the vulnerability, even though it feels unsafe and scary for her, just keep reminding yeah. her you love that. You know, that's one of the things you love about her, that she is all mm-hmm. of these things. It's like it's an exciting relationship. Like, you love the journey with her. So remind her about those things. She needs to hear that. And she needs to, to know that you love her even when she's angry and stubborn. That will, that will help. Okay. 
So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so, right. so let me turn you over to Stephanie. Hi. So really quickly, um, I also got right away that she's about a 10-dayer. So give her some time and space. <laughs> we are. And so at the time that it happened, it was likely right before the new moon. So she was in the tail end phase of the full moon. And the full moon, we just let it all out. Whatever needs to be said yeah. needs to be said. So during the time I, yeah, of the I new went moon, off. <laughs> oh, okay. That's fine. But uh, the long and short of it is we're in a time of creating and making things new again. And so focus okay. on you and your self-care. Focus on staying yes, positive, yes. everything Rebecca said and more. And I yes. feel like it, you two are going to come back together again here real soon, you know, in a closer Wonderful. way once again. So, yeah, it will Wonderful. happen. Just Thank be patient you so with much. yourself. You're welcome. Thank You're you. You're so welcome. Thank I'm you for calling. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. So, ladies, a minute left. Well, first of all, thank you, Garrett. You know, we, oh, we sure. adore you, and we're so grateful that, you, that mwah, you're willing to, to mwah, take on this yeah. journey with us every week. <laughs> so, uh, yes. so love all thank around you, here. And, uh, and Stephanie, too, you know, I'm super grateful for you, and I know you know that. Uh, but I just I, I love that we get to show up and do this every week. We're really grateful to all the callers as well. Stephanie and I love, yeah. love, love this work. And so you guys give yeah. us an opportunity to do more of what we love. So thank you so much for that. Uh, anyway, Stephanie, let me turn that over to you and, and just say goodnight to everybody. But uh, any parting thoughts? Yes. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you, Rebecca. And everyone, just stay present with yourself. And remember to tune in to us next Sunday night. If you want to book a session with Rebecca, RebeccaFist.com. If you would like to book a session with me, JourneyWithStephanie.com. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Thank you. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night.